Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cumanera, an Experience Points podcast. We're an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kelric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. So hello. Good morning. Hello. My name's Kelrick. My pronouns are he, him. And this is Experiences Points. Experience Points. Human Era. Goodness, I am not awake. I was going to say. You're (laughs) all on top of the ball today. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Uh, And this is my fabulous cast. Please introduce yourself starting with, let's start with Kenny. Okay, yes. Hello, my name is Kenny. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and I play Helian Jossa, a an earnest Jack who howls at the moon. Can we do it again without me hitting my mic stand? I mean, <laughs> I think we're fine. <laughs> cool. Cage? What's up, y'all? I'm Cage. I use she, hers pronouns, and I'll be playing Charlie, who's a strong-willed nano who talks to machines, and Charlie also uses she, her pronouns. Aaron. Hello, uh, my name is Aaron. I use they, them pronouns, and I play Rylu, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue, and they also use they, them pronouns. That's the first time I don't have my second screen to tell me what I am. That's so. amazing. So, Cage, give us a recap. A recap? Well, <laughs> you see, Calric uh, hates his players. No. <laughs> yeah, so... Y'all figure out what you're going to do. All right, so tell us how long it will take to deconstruct this Jurassic and we we can speed time. About two days. What? It's ten feet long. Are you kidding? (laughs) Yes. Two days, I think, is being generous of all three of you working constantly. Well, okay, so... Now, in fairness, if you do this for two days and Charlie and Rylu hide, there will be a lot less of this Jurassic left to deal with at the end of each night. (laughs) (laughs) I feel Um, like at this point, Rylu's like, let's just leave the stupid thing. Yeah, because Charlie's getting antsy. Um... I think she would maybe want to try and attempt the thing with the anines and dragging it closer to the water and seeing if there's a way that we could at least dispose of some of it or make it look like it's been there longer or something, or even drag it into the woods further. So just so it's not in the campsite, like it doesn't have to go go in the water, but like drag it into the woods. So Mm -hmm. it's not within immediate range of this campsite, like just out of like view from the tower maybe and piecing out after that. Cool. She just doesn't you want it in the campsite where anybody yeah. strolling by is like, oh, look, a giant Jurassic. You what? rolled a 19 on your end check. You know exactly how to do this. Okay. You're 
effect is that you're successful. You can rig it up, you get it done. Hurrah. Right. <laughs> Kelrick's like, let's move on. If we bother Kelrick enough, he just gives us stuff. Maybe that's the secret. <laughs> is that how you play all tabletop games? You just make the DM regret their what they Narrative decisions. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so you get what you want with minimal effort. <laughs> <laughs> I think we broke him. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Uh. Um Yeah. So you all y'all do the things. The Draskar is gone. You have your moldy cinnamon chirogs. Are you gonna move them off as well? Just make a big pile for some other predator to find. I think we're still dragging them for Hillian to eat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been a day already. I mean, I mean they're these are some, nice and ripe. You did nothing to deal with them, but cool. Yeah. I mean, does Hillian need, or Howlian need fresh, fresh meat? meat? <laughs> well, I think, you know, even, even where beasts have standards. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Those Chirogs are no longer medium creatures. It's, they have decomposed that much. Okay, we'll right. throw them on the pile then, I guess. Cool. How much yeah. of that steak did you get? Because that could, <laughs> if we have enough of those. <laughs> I am so over this. I got <laughs> I have in my inventory Jurassic steaks, so. Perfect. You do not uh, have enough for a medium creature. Okay. Unless you, you know what? Roll percentile. 50, that was 50. so roll dumb. low. You have enough for a Hillian snack. Howlian snack. They're slow. <laughs> Eleven. Congrats. You have a medium's creature worth oh my goodness. Draskar meat divided up among your neem packs. Perfect. Yeah. All the while, Hillian's like, I don't know why we need all this meat. <laughs> you see, if we... Now, we can, didn't take the head, but Draskar meat sells, has to sell for a lot as well. I hate you all. <laughs> so you bathe again because now you're disgusting <laughs> mm -hmm. and you know what that 19 was such a great timed roll you convince how Hillian to bathe too oh my goodness that was possible wow cool. yeah bunch of respectable adventurers get on the road <laughs> I was like leave this dang campsite please <laughs> I have written more story than what's here. All right. Well, like I mentioned earlier, Charlie is actually very anxious to leave. So as soon as we come up with the idea, she <laughs> is like, okay, let's get these in need. Let's drag this out here, dump these decomposing bodies and let's go. Like we need to go. All right. So you get on the road Maybe an hour before dusk. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you have about six hours to find another campsite before Howlian comes out. There is not another... Uh, <laughs> Charlie would know. There is not another safe place mm -hmm. really to camp. So you'd just be out on the road. Um... You'll probably be about three hours from the next campsite by the time Howlian comes out. So y'all get on the road and 
Do y'all have any plans for dealing with Hellion? The meat. Okay. So, do you have, like, a box and a stick that you're going to pile it in? I mean, I don't understand. What's your plan? Uh, so, st- standard Hellion rules. Um, Hellion, Hellion goes to sleep. Uh, hopefully, we convince him to go to sleep at least, because I don't... I feel like, does Hellion come out when the moon rises? Um, yeah, I, I think that, I mean, he has the little timer um, artifact thing that kind of gives you a sense of when he's going to turn. Okay, so like the sleeping in Hellion thing, I don't know if it makes sense if it's when the moon rises, but regardless, we're going to try to to do our Hellion thing where like we get Hellion on one side of the camp to go to rest, and then we move camp a little bit away into the woods, just a little bit with the Anines, and then like Position the stakes a convenient distance away from Hallian. Ooh, piece um, of steak. Ooh, piece of steak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like wear rabbit breadcrumbs. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. This time though, uh, Riley was gonna pay particular attention because Riley has to be on watch out to follow Hallian, um, in case Hallian disappears. Uh, it's gonna watch that bracelet and see if anything happens when Hallian transforms. Okay. Because like. Nice. Riley was sitting there, like, waiting for Hallian to transform and was thinking about that. Okay. Very cool. Um, Getting ready for Moonrise and the Hour of the Hallian. You all have set up your camp and Hallian the trans... You all are far enough away that you hear the transformation begin. So, Howlian comes out. What happens? Did I notice anything on the bracelet? I need a roll for that. What roll would you like? Uh, let's go with Int, because this would be more perception-based. Okay. And since this is Numenera, you do have disadvantage on the roll. Okay. I have two edge. I'm, oh, God. How do I use these little bubbles again? <laughs> uh, trained, actually. We're going to put an ability and then. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I'm going to try. Um, okay. Let's see your roll. Well, I mean, you three. can't critically fail because of the inability, but it's definitely a zero. Yeah, when you roll a three, doesn't matter what else you've done. In this case, you fail. You do not. You know, Hillian's transformation is always disturbing. Always. So, you you do not see anything with the slap bracelet. Before we enter the sequence, I'm going to spend three of my recovery rolls since it's been a whole day. Or almost a whole day. Seems reasonable. Cool. Because I need points in order to follow Hillian. Yeah. Ooh, good rolls. Oh, dang. Nice. Okay. Two I'm sixes just... on that. Two sixes and a two. Not bad. Yeah, that's... We're probably full. Yeah, that was to say with 26 points to add in, I'm full. All right. Kenny. Yes. Take us away. What is... What happens with Howlian? Um, 
So, in the transformation for Halloween, uh, I imagine Hillian um, has a dream. And every time this dream, Hillian is running away from something. And um, that fear that he feels is what fuels Halloween in, in reality. And so, um, as soon as this dream starts happening for Hillian, Halion starts emerging from, from his body. And um, he's sleeping. Um, I need to roll for what happens with Jacques. Yes. Unless y'all made any plans. I mean... I don't know if we ever do. I think Jacques, I thought Jacques just disappeared on its own. <laughs> sure. Okay, make your roll. Okay, uh, what should I roll? Percentile dice. Okay. Um, higher or low. And since y'all didn't make any plans, you are either, it's a 25% chance that um, Howlian eats Jacques. So. Well, let me frame it this way. Did did Tiuna ever do plans with, like, did Tiuna ever mess with Jacques? Because I feel like that's not something that we discussed, but I don't think. Um, I don't know. Y'all never talked about it, but this is the first time you've actually had to deal in RP with this. Yeah, I'll so, say no. So I would I... say that that would be a Tiuna task that you just didn't pay attention to. And, like, Rylu's not that great with it. Well, actually, Rylu is historically in this podcast good with animals, but I feel like character-wise. Sure. Okay. Rylu doesn't think they're good with the animals. They just accidentally be good with animals on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you're in a panic situation, you're like, I can handle this. <laughs> you're right. All right, so high or low? Uh, high. All right, so you want to roll above a, 75? Above a 25. Oh, okay. Above a 25. Got it. Right. Oh, 23. 23. 23. Well, Jacques gets eaten. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yep. So Jacques um, is gone. Uh, this is the first thing Hillian or Howlian does is eats Jacques. Um, Do we see this happen? I mean, I was definitely staying watch um, because that's my job when Tuna was here. I don't know if you do any. That's up to you if you were, like, hanging out. But Riley's prepared to chase Hillian through the woods, so. I mean, if this is, like, during the night, we would probably be alternating sleeping, right? Riley stays up until Hallian's regular uh, Hillian. Because okay. it takes an app. This transformation is only for an hour. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Would Charlie be so scared of Hallian that she would stay up? I would be. Uh, yeah, I think she probably would. And um, yeah, I think that she probably would. But would you be actively like watching, though? Is would be the other. Because like it's gross. Rilo's used to it like, at this point because it's been a year or something, but like it's still gross. I don't think that she'd be like actively watching necessarily, uh, but I think that she would be awake knowing that maybe within a moment's notice, the action might need to be taken. And mm -hmm. you would hear Jacques squeaky scream. So there's that little nightmare Ooh, fuel pool. Yeah. Is, there a ch is there a chase with Jacques or does Jacques just get eaten? Cause that could waste time. Just, <laughs> it's not 
crunch. Just oh, dang. Right. So, you eat poor shock. This makes me really sad, actually. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I've been trying to save shock. <laughs> what can you do? Okay. Yeah. So, you transform. You kill and eat your little friend. Oh, no. This is a great story. Yep. What else? Um, and then... Um... You have these piles of steaks. Yeah, I, I think uh, Halion would probably start just chowing down. Okay, you eat through a human-sized pile of Jurassic steaks. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and I don't know how long do you think that takes you. You think you have about another half hour left? Um, I don't know. You, uh, you tell me. I think you have about another half hour left and you've eaten this I don't know how hungry Howlian would still be after um, eating the, the, his allotment I, I don't think that he'd be super hungry so he might go seek out water okay well then you just start loping away in your weird jackrabbity fleshy gross way. Oh yeah, I have to show everybody what that looks like. Oh, right. So anyway, so you take off and um, roll a d4. One is north. Which way do you head? Uh, let's see here. Got some dice. Uh, they actually don't have a d4 on this one. So... Roll a, um, a D8. One and two are north. Uh, there it's is not simple. a D8 either. <laughs> really? You can't? Chimney crickets. <laughs> uh, roll a D20. One through five is north. There we go. <laughs> Seven. So okay. east? East. So you head east into the forest. I'm assuming you want rolls from me to stealthily follow? Yes. Yeah. And Charlie, are you coming too? Or are you sticking with the Anines? What are you doing? I had myself muted. Um, yeah, I think Charlie will stick with the Anines and all of our stuff. Because I imagine that Riley was not dragging all of our equipment and stuff no, with them. So, super stealthy. Um, yeah, so Charlie's going to stay back and watch the stuff and make sure nothing happens to any of our equipment. Okay. So I'm going to need, let's say it's half hour. Let's do three stealth rolls from Rylu and they're, con they're contested. Do you, what's your base perception? Do you have perception in this? How does this thing work in here? I don't know how to do. It's an active check. Contested. Okay. So contested rolls you both roll whoever gets highest succeeds uh, i'll even let you apply effort it's an intellect check so um Halloween would have it at a step down okay so um you can apply effort to hiding uh, as rilu but i'm sorry Hillian cannot apply effort and you just have to beat him by 
at least three points. On a tie, I'm gonna say you hide. Yeah, I also have careful movement, which for a... Uh... Cool. So he has to... Kenny, you have to roll a six higher, six points higher than him, or a nat 20 or a 19. Make your rolls. Ooh, a 16. Ooh. An 18. You can, um, you can give yourself a bonus to the next time and make it to where um, it's a step harder for Howie and to see you. That sounds good. Ooh, a six from Howie and <laughs> seven. It's a good mm. thing that was easy. Yeah, okay. I was going to say with my uh... <laughs> third roll and last 10 minutes and this time it's still it's you have to beat him by six so 19. hey 19 oh, wow. nice. all right so you hide you follow howling the entire way and i'll even say that since you rolled a 19 in the last one not only were you able to hide you were able to direct Howlian, I don't know, by throwing rocks or doing something to start heading back towards camp. Cool. And you were able to avoid any other encounters. Cool. Nice. So now you just have to get your sleepy boy back to camp. Yeah, I'll strong arm him after uh, after he passes out and detransforms or whatever happens. Yeah, I'll just fling him like a sack over my shoulder and carry him back. Okay, so nice and easy, super impressed. Day three finished, two to go. <laughs> Taking my last rest for the day. Yeah, you make it back to camp. You rest. Well, I mentioned Riley's probably going to come back kind of tired from... Um, I mean, Charlie's just been hanging out, sitting here, so <laughs> she's willing to take first watch if Riley needs to take a nap. Yeah, After Riley will definitely... and carrying Hillian back to camp. Normally, it wouldn't tire Rilu as much as I think that it like would most people because it's been a year of this. But mm -hmm. after fighting a Jurassic, they're still recovering, so mm -hmm. they'll very much go take a nap. You all get through the night... It's morning. Does Charlie want to talk about next steps now that you're committed unintentionally? Uh, yeah. Uh, so as we're um, eating breakfast, Charlie will kind of go over what the day is likely to look like in terms of travel. And um, so as we, as we move closer to Jerisi, we'll, come to some waterways that's going to be our easiest way to get there um now while it will get us to jerusi much faster there also aren't really any places for us to there aren't any pre-made camp areas along the riverway and how many more nights oh yeah well charlie doesn't know that so like charlie's asking like riley like how many how many more nights is this going to happen? Yes. You know, it could be forever. Yeah, Charlie doesn't hasn't doesn't have a grasp or an understanding. You may have even told her before, but it it's also new to her still. 
He has two more nights. This is it's a five day transformation process every month. It's a lot. Okay, well, one of them will definitely be along the waterway, um, and the, the next one uh, tomorrow night. Um, we should make sure we set up camp outside of to receive, and if we make it to town that early. I don't think the waterways are going to be the best idea if if Hillian, um, during Hillian's transformation, because, I mean, even if we have a guide, they're pl- probably going to camp with us, and the less people that know about Hillian's condition, the better. People don't like people with Hillian's condition. Well, um, before nightfall, um, we could maybe ask them just to drop this off elsewhere. I mean, do we have to... I don't know. That's a good call. The boat does not typically stop, stop. in the middle of the riverway. <laughs> Why not? One port. Pay them for the whole way, but they only have to take us part. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we camp outside of the, like, away from the waterway? Uh, is Are there stops? Like, I don't, is there a way for us to get on the boat um, along the river? No. No? Okay. Um, how How much of a detour would it be to go uh, without the waterway. Oh, if you don't take the waterway, you have to double back to the west about three days one oh way. And you could go north to Patton, which would be about another day and a half. And then Jerusalem would be another three days. Three? Yeah, three days from there. Over land. But you could follow the waterway all the way down to the east towards Kataris and then go northeast up to Patton. It would take far too long, um, days of, of extra travel. And when are we going to reach the river? Uh, we should reach it today. Within a few hours. Yeah. Ah, we need to find a way to delay them. I don't see any way. There's no reason to lengthen our travel time more than we need to, but Hillian cannot be on a boat. I'm assuming we're having this at nighttime, right? Like during, like, Uh, shift change? I said breakfast. Oh. Morning morning the next day. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess Hillian's off doing something, so we don't have this in front of him. Uh, He's looking for shock. Oh, fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Roll your D6. Uh, so as a, a Jack, I have a, a ability to find a critter companion, and it takes me 1d6 days to do so. Um, Hillian's not is preoccupied with finding Jacques, but he's not worried because Jacques always is found. Mm. Mm. Which is why Riley's not worried. Yeah. So in three days, I will find Jacques. I think you, you're you always anxious when Jacques is not around. Yes. So I think it does make the next three days more challenging because Hillian is constantly distracted looking mm-hmm. for Jacques. It's an active process. Yeah. Okay. I think... I think actually, so I would, I would kind of look up and I don't know if Hillian's even in view, but like Rylou's thinking and it's like, you know... Hillian's looking for Jacques right now. 
We could use that. What if we spent the next two days looking for Jacques? And when Hillian asks why, if Hillian wants to move on, we could just say that we're getting on a boat soon and don't want to leave Jacques behind. We could spend the next two nights finding some way to prevent Hillian from... Uh, we don't have any meat here, but we could find some way to protect him and um, maybe even hunting during the day. And then once those last two days are up, we can take the boat. That's definitely an idea. Do you think, though, that the Convergence or the Order would be here sooner or later? The Order was months away, if I remember what, uh, if I remember what Destin said. But the Convergence, I have no idea. They could be on our tail right now. Well, if we're going to be spending two days, would it be safer for us to go back to the camp that we were at yesterday and then come back this way? That would be two days worth of travel within itself. Perhaps. That would be maybe a safer place to camp. Yes. um, We could even tell Hillian that perhaps... uh, What's what's Jacques? Perhaps Jacques uh, went back there. Um, I think we could do that. So I think that's the plan. I think we're yeah. gonna try to convince yeah. Hillian that to, to waste two days essentially looking for, and that'll in two days time, depending on if today counts as part of those two days, that will have found, mm-hmm. he will have found Jock, so. Uh, it takes three days, so. Right, but on the third day. So third today day. we go back to the camp, that's a day. And then maybe we travel back thinking like, well, maybe he's back to where he was before and then spend the night there. And then that third day he'd find him, right? Yeah. So yeah, let, th- this is up to to Kelric. Do you want us to role play out those three days, or no. do you want us to? Okay. <laughs> no, God, no. I just got you out of leave that camp. No. no. I mean, we we couldn't put a werewolf on a or a were bunny on a boat. Like it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Cool. Look how cute it is. <laughs> a brilliant plan. You go back to camp. You manage to hide. Um, I do want two um, percentile rolls. Tell me high or low, and um, whichever you don't choose means that you didn't find. So if you say high and you roll low, you didn't find enough meat, and Hillian has all the negatives of that. Okay. So day one of two. Um, Can we ro- roll to make that chance higher for like hunting during the day for meat and stuff like that? Like, could uh, I roll to assist essentially? Sure. Um, roll a d20, d20, and eleven or higher, you were able to assist. Okay, I'll roll two, one for each day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eleven on both. <laughs> two elevens. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, uh, I think that just the way there. On make two rolls, both of them above twenty-five. Fifty-four nice. and second day. Eighty. Eighty. So anyway, cool. So Hellion makes it through. Rylu is a great carekeeper. You you make it back on the road. What does the new Jacques look, look like? So we've had a capybara and we've had a squirrel-like thing. 
Um, I don't really have the, the bestiary for, for Numenera, so... Um, what if it was a koala sheep from Avatar? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's let's make a, 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 a hoofed animal. Uh, so some sort of, like, goat sheep looking like thing. Okay. Just a small goat following you like a baby goat. Oh, oh, um, like, like a, like a dick dick. There you go. Okay. Cool. A miniature deer thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have your Jacques and you all make it to the waterway. And as you show up, you see the road sort of open. You, as you're getting closer, you can smell the water. And it smells like fresh water. It's not salt water. It's uh, very calm. It's coming up on evening. There are lodgings that you can purchase or you can uh, see about getting passage on the boat and staying on the boat for the night. Howlian is done, so you don't have to worry about anything. What do you want to do? There are a few people milling around, mostly dock workers, a few other travelers. Yeah. Uh, I imagine Charlie would take point on uh, making sure that we had passage um, as this is something that she's done in the past. Okay. And um, I feel like Rylu and Hillian want to, like, stay relatively unseen, so we'd probably just, like, have hoods up type of thing. Not, like, staying out in the woods, but, like, yeah. making ourselves sparse and um, maybe probably gave uh, Charlie money for the fair and that sort okay. of thing. So, are you planning on staying on the boat, or do you want to find lodging? Does the boat set sail in the morning, I'm guessing? It will. Um, is there lodging on the boat? Like, or do you just, like, yeah. sleep on deck? It's a couple-day trip, so, you know, the boat actually has a couple of rooms to rent. They're a little bit more expensive, but it it's that or sleeping on the deck, whichever you how prefer. Does, how does Hillian feel about boats? Sorry. That's fine. Uh, Hillian's fine with boats. Hillian kind of just is wherever they're at. Okay, I didn't know if, like, uh, he was super connected to, like, the land or whatever. No. Um, I mean, if we're all good with boats, I don't see why not be on a boat. I mean, it's not super safe, but we're going to be stuck on it for three days, so. Mm -hmm. All right. That'd be so. too if we sleep in in the morning and the boat leaves. You don't miss it. <laughs> I feel like Rylo gets up before everyone else for morning stretches. Probably. So uh, you head in to this little dock. I mean, it's really nothing. It's a small inn. There is a fence uh, along the wooded side to keep out Jaraskar. So it's really tall, fairly fortified. Um, the entrance is a little tall. It's like maybe six feet, six and a half feet high. So it's designed to be real small. It's super narrow. It's, oh, you can't even get uh, two people through at a time. 
for urinines. They actually make you go around all the way to the west side, and they have a special door that opens up large enough for the anines to get through, and you have to get off them to walk them through. And getting passage for you plus your anines is pretty expensive. It's basically the cost of one of the anines. It's about 200 shins. Yeesh or total? Total. Oh. All three of you plus your three anines. Yep. So, I mean, it's not... It It's not great. You could try to haggle, but Charlie's the one who's there, so... Are you going to try and haggle, or are you just going to pay it? Charlie's not a haggler. <laughs> she doesn't have the social skills that Riley would have. Aren't you a criminal? And, and yeah, but like in a, a way that I don't know, she's not like a criminal in, in like a very social type way. She does all of like the background stuff and the think, tinkering and stuff. <laughs> I don't actually think you're a criminal. I think you're just willing. She just to happened to be like tied up with her. some people. Yeah. Anything yeah, it's not that she's like innately like a criminal, but like she has her own goals. And if being in the black market of whatever brings her to whatever her goals are, sure, why not? I feel like um, Rylou thinks you're a criminal, which is like endearing to Rylou, though, because like Rylou <laughs> hangs out with criminals. <laughs> uh, it's just happened to be the point in life that you happen to reach her at. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think that she would haggle, especially since she does this ride pretty frequently not like super frequently but she's been here before like it's just that's what the price is so let's just get on this boat and get the freak out of here <laughs> roll some speed yeah speed for stealth checks so that to see if you and uh hilly and go unnoticed okay um, are, are we uh, trying to that's I mean, Riley was like not like unnoticed, like sneaking on board, but no, just like hood just, up and your faces don't get seen. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to expend three effort on that then. Okay. <laughs> three e effort? Yeah. That's so much effort. Oh. With a 17, Hillian is a ghost. Incognito. I'll put two effort in, and um, I'm still trained in the careful you movement. Don't yeah you two do so well i'm gonna say that even it drops the price down because they're just like they, they don't actually realize that hillian is one of the people so drop it down to 150 shins i'll take it out of your group stuff it's fine sounds great because so, that would be like half of charlie's loot yeah i mean it can just come out of riley will pay it so for whatever nice reason Okay. The three of you are on the boat, and people are pretty much leaving you alone. You're the only ones who are actually heading up to Jerisi, so it's you and the boat workers. Um, as far as you're concerned, there's nothing really stand out about you. Y'all are just... You're just customers. Like, you don't look like anything special. You just happen to have the anine, which implies you have some money. But nobody asks you about any of it. People are just trying to work. 
none of them look like they want to be friends or social. Um, would Charlie I, recognize any of them, though? Like, would they be people that she's maybe seen before? Yeah, I mean, you've seen them. Okay. But, but I mean, it's probably the same situation every time where it's just like, here's my money. Get me what I need to be. Yeah. Catch you later. None of them. See you next have time. Any mechanical nanos stuff that makes you even care. Uh, mm hmm. As we pass through, can I just roll a perception check to see anybody like following us onto the boat or maybe if any of the dock workers are giving us the eye or anything? Please do. Don't ask me what the eye is, but. Is it the convergence? You know. Angle? Maybe yeah. it is. <laughs> I'm going to put two points of effort into it and I have cool. two edge. Ooh. Yeah, with a six. Oh, that's a nice roll. Yeah. There is no one here is paying any special attention to you. You do notice that one of the people takes note of everyone who comes on the on the boat or into the town. And with your criminal background, you know this is someone who just likes to take note in case someone should decide to ask questions and they have information to sell. But if no one approaches, they're not they're not going to just be like walking up and saying, do you want to know about previous passengers? <laughs> cool. Sounds good. So yeah, y'all are good to go. The boat ride is surprisingly pleasant. Like it's a beautiful forest that, and the waterway is wide. Um, you actually see when you're in the center of the, the uh, water that, I mean, it's way too far for Jurassic to even get to you. Um, but you do see some of those flashes of pink and floral that tell you it's actually a Jurassic, you know, bolting through the forest. Like, it's real quick. But you see them just sort of running around and it looks like it's a pair of them. So, probably a mated pair. They're not fighting, so. But, yeah, the trip is, otherwise is really uneventful. And you make God it bless. to port. <laughs> huh? I said, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so, you make it to port, and as you pull up, you see at the dock that it's actually really open but the road leads directly towards Derisi and you can actually see tall walls even though it's a whole day away you can just see these tall walls and along the way you see spotted around a bunch of those little outposts like what was at um, uh, at the campsite so you pull into the dock and you're able to disembark you know it's about a day away and it's another small uh, dock space where you similar to what you came into without the walls around it and you're able to disembark with no problem. 
there are a few people around but Charlie knows what they're doing so does Charlie want to talk to anyone I mean getting supplies is super quick and easy is there anything you want to do um it's evening so you can yeah. leave your lodging or you can try and make it to a campground you've never traveled with the Anines, so you're going much faster than you're used to so are we like basically at Jersey? that road is it's about a day of travel oh, okay get really truncated but it's about a, okay it's about a day <laughs> And yeah, so I think we'll try to find a place to set up camp because we'll have to do that before we get to Jerisi. Okay. And um, I know uh, Aaron is on BRB, so I'll, I'll leave any content type of, oh, they're back already. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, so as we disembark from there, we'll get all of our stuff set up with our Anines. Uh, and Charlie will turn to Rylu and Hillian and just kind of explain like what the next steps of this trip are going to look like. Um, so we're about a day out from Jerisi. Uh, we'll have to set up camp as night is getting closer. Um, and we can probably get a little further today if we wanted. Um, there's a camp not too far away um, or a place where folks tend to stop. Um, we could camp there or um, we could camp here by the docks and take off in the morning. Um, but before we get to Jerisi, I do want to tell you all that I haven't been completely honest with you. Um, when we first started this trip and left from Ephraimon, I had mentioned that um, I no longer had a home in Jerisi. Um, but to be honest, I just wasn't sure if I could trust you with that information. And over the last couple of days, it's clear to me that um, that both of you can be trusted with with that. Um, so just outside of town, I do have a small home that is where I'll stay when I come back to Jerisi. I don't have a lot left here. Uh, and Charlie pauses, unsure of how to say what she's gonna say next. Um, I, I don't have family here anymore. Um, and there are some that may take kindly to us being there and others who might not. Um, but it's it's the safest place I could think of. Uh, Riley just kind of brushes it off. Like in Riley's mind, like, yeah, that's super fair. Like you're a stranger. Why would we ever, like, why would you trust us with your home? So Riley's like, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, honestly, I, it makes sense that you would not tell us. I mean, and also, um, you know, that, uh, it would put you in danger seeing as how we just met, but what do you mean there are some that won't be happy to see us there? I mean, obviously they won't know us. So is there something we need to be careful of that has happened? Um, it's mostly, um, she pauses again. <laughs> they, I don't think that folks will have a very overt reaction to me being back in town as I, I do come in and out of town with some frequency, but you have to understand the effect my parents have had on this town in the past. Um, 
my parents were um, Saracenians. Um, essentially, they were with a group of folks who worshipped unique plants. Um, neither of them live there any longer, but as I mentioned, um, actually, I guess I didn't mention this out loud, um, but my father, he's where I get a lot of my Numenera knowledge from. There are a lot of, um, let's just say there are a lot of projects of his that still exist within Juicy. Uh, some folks there find them charming um, or interesting and others find them as a nuisance. And while I didn't have a lot to do with some of the things that my parents left behind in Jerisi, a lot of that is still carried within my name. We, we can't change our past and we can't control who we're related to. But if there's anything that we can do to deflect or help, let us know. Well, I think for starters, it would probably be best if we did actually stay at my home. It's outside of the town. And at least for that first night, um, we could pretty much go mostly unnoticed until we can figure out what what our next steps are going to be. This is only as far as I've thought through. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you got us here, and it's not like we would have known where to go next. Um, Siuna was obviously the planner of the group. Uh, so, yeah, from here on out, I mean, it sounds like you at least, are, I mean, are you coming with us, or are you staying here? I mean, I know originally your plan was that, you know, you're also in danger, but now that you're home, is that still your plan to continue on with us? I, I think I almost have to. If I stay in Jerisi, not only... Am I potentially putting myself in danger? But I'd be putting my home in danger too, and the people that I do still know there. Yeah, that sounds more than fair. Um, I mean, I, I know, I know a lot about wanting to return home and wanting to, um, you know, be where you can. So, um, if there's anything we can do in the immediate to help make it easier here, like like um, Hillian said, of course, let us know. But I think it'll be good to stay outside of town and just travel in when needed. Um, so are we more interested in staying the night here where there is a, a little bit more, uh, or it's a little bit more populated or would we rather make some grounds and spend the night as we, as it gets darker? Cause it's like afternoon, evening right now, right? Kelrick? Yeah, it's, it's evening. And I think. Charlie now has a really decent idea of how long it takes to take using the Anines, and you know that there are many of those outposts along mm-hmm. the way. There are at least three, and mm-hmm. you know you can make it to one really easily, so okay. I don't think you're too worried about it. And you know it think, be private. Uh, yeah. If our goal is to go as unnoticed as possible, our best bet would probably be to get to one of the next campsites. It'll be a lot less populated, um, a bit more private. Um, and Charlie will like look over at Rylu and be like, we're good for tonight, right? <laughs> like without trying to like 
just clarifying that she just wants to clarify that um, that Hollyan won't come out again. I mean, I know that we've spent a couple of days on the on the boat, but she's still kind of anxious about it because it's not something that she fully understands yet. Um, but yeah, how funny would it be if it happened tonight? She'd be like, "Water's the secret." <laughs> Boats cure Hollyan. She like maybe it's you know like if she if. Hollyan's not on the ground. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Charlie doesn't know. If we suspend Hallian from trees, it'll be good. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's a thing. Um, yeah, no. Rylu Rylu uh like shakes or nods their head and just says, Yeah, the the less time we spend here, the less um chance we have of making an impression. I, I think whatever is going to be the most discreet makes sense. Okay. Well, and Charlie will finish kind of packing up whatever we need to on the innings and lead the way. Awesome. And that's where we will end for today. We made it somewhere. Hey! <laughs> burying a corpse. <laughs> it's funny because, like, the first half of today was spent in the exact same location, and the second half, like, within only, like, you know, less than a day's worth of time. And the second half of our session today took, what, like four days? <laughs> How badly do you think he'll have to resist throwing a sea monster at us or like a river monster? <laughs> like after the Jurassic, he was like, I want to so bad, but they're going to screw up something. Well, and more important, I don't want this to be a combat game. Mm -hmm. I want you all to be able to role play. And... Unfortunately, I was just like, let's just get through this travel part to get to where we can get to more story. Mm -hmm. Because most of travel is avoiding encounters. So it was great. It was absolutely awesome. I really loved it. You all are a constant surprise and joy. <laughs> so <laughs> I really had a good time. Thank you. Um, but let's start with Kenny and say who you are and your goodbyes and what have you. Sure. Uh, yep. My name is Kenny. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, when I am not playing a were-rabbit who is hungry for their pets, um, I am uh, GMing the Starfinder game uh, on the Experience Points Network uh, channel. Not network. That's not where we are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on the Experience Points channel uh, every other Saturday um, and uh, we're playing uh, the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path we're on book 2, Soldiers of Brass uh, written by Crystal Fraser. It is amazing, a lot of fun and uh, yeah, that that's about it Awesome Cage yeah, so I'm Cage. Um, I've been Charlie for you today. Uh, you can find all of my socials, my streams and stuff at ragecagerugger.com. That's R-A-G-E-K-A-G-E-R-U-G-G-E-R.com. And this Saturday, I'll also be participating in a Woman in Tabletop stream. I'll be playing some D&D &D, uh, from 10 to 1 Central Time. For those of you that are hanging out here in chat, um, and we'll be at the TPK Roleplay uh, channel. Aaron. And uh, I am Aaron, and I've been playing Riley for you, the ever uh, troublemaker. And um, you can find me on 
Twitter at Space Persona. You can find me on Twitch when I get a second monitor again at Catalyst, K-A-T-O-L-Y-S. Um, that's suspended for now, but it will start up again once I have a second monitor. And um, I also have a new project in the works that I can't quite announce yet because we'll see when it actually happens. But uh, stay tuned for that. Awesome. And I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. Or I also monitor the at EQ Points Twitter account. I'm, I play Thrawny Ecos in the Starfinder campaign that Kenny runs. And I think right now that's about all I'm doing that's public facing. I'm doing a lot of other <laughs> games that are not with some really cool people. And um, thank you. This has been super fun. Humanera is now officially part of the Be Gay Roll Dice network, which is super exciting. A bunch of really great podcasts that you can uh, check out by going to at Be Gay Roll Dice on Twitter. And that's it for today. Thank you all. You have been so much fun. So have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Cumanera, an Excorians Points podcast. The original Excorians Points podcast is a Starfinder game that releases every Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening.